The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. From the Evergreen Studio in Florida, it's the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. Today's podcast episode, I'm going to answer a question on retirement. How much does the average American have in savings for retirement? It's estimated that one in five Americans have no retirement savings at all. Stick around for today's podcast episode, and I'm going to talk about retirement in America. Today's podcast episode, I wanted to touch on the average savings for retirement in America. And as I mentioned, it is estimated that one in five Americans have no retirement savings whatsoever. And this is according to a study that was done by the Planning and Progress study at Northwestern Mutual. And the study actually went on to show that only 33% of the generation closest to retirement have between zero and $25,000 saved. As a result, most people would likely assume that Americans don't have much saved for retirement. And there's a real issue with that. And this is true. Not having sufficient retirement income, it is a serious issue. The shortfall in money available for retirement is only increasing as people gradually live longer. Now you add in the additional rising costs of healthcare and poverty for older Americans is, it's a real issue and a concern. American retirement funding is only going to get much worse in the future. Although a lot of people are under the delusion that Social Security will be their pension fund in retirement, this is only further from the truth. The reality is Social Security income was never intended to replace the entire income of a person that retired. Income from Social Security was designed to be a supplement only in addition to the retirement money a person either saved on their own or receives through an employer-provided pension. The issue is employer-provided pensions are almost now extinct in America. Employers have chosen to provide their employees with mostly 401k plans. These plans are great for the employer by offering lower administration costs and less responsibility compared to a traditional pension. However, employees are now in charge of funding their own retirement. I will say they should be responsible enough to save for their own retirement. And I certainly wouldn't argue with this. But those same people are not either capable of saving money for retirement or they don't have the education to do it correctly. This has created a big problem with so many people in America not having adequate income in retirement years. A shortfall of retirement savings in America is often due to people just not having the income to save. For some time now, employer-provided benefits have been decreasing in addition to declining or stagnant wages. American companies continue to outsource in favor of cheaper labor and inferior goods for a lower price. And this is hurting American workers and ultimately the money they are able to save for retirement. Now, even though prior to the pandemic, the media claimed wages were up and unemployment was at an all-time low, this was not the entire story. People in America were earning more and fewer people were unemployed, but costs were also way up. Add in the alarming price increases together for healthcare, housing, and education. 
This created an often net gain or negative for so many more in relation to the increase in earnings, supposedly, that people were getting. Americans are plainly making less money when the cost of living is factored in. This is a big explanation for why so many people in America are falling short in funding retirement. They just don't have the money to save. Another reason Americans do not have money for retirement is certainly due to so many living above their means. And this is nothing new in America, but when you remove employer-provided pensions, placing more responsibility on the actual person to save for retirement, so many are going to fail. This is a result of American culture and the relentless need for more useless stuff. Also, keeping up with the neighbors financially has been the American way for a lot of people. The issues with American spending and not saving are currently they're being exposed with this pandemic the world is experiencing. It has always been clear that some people just don't have the money to save, but I will say in America, there's even more that really just they, they don't save and they could. They don't take the opportunity to build an emergency fund of some kind. And these people have just chosen to, to just never do it. A good example of American spending habits can be seen in the auto industry. The average new car today in America costs about $30,000. Look at how many newer automobiles are on the road. With most cars depreciating in value up to 50% or more in the first five years, a lot of American people should not be purchasing new cars. And the problem is many do buy new cars. They not only buy them, but they finance them for seven or eight years and often with a high interest rate. I recognize the problem with the auto industry and spending in, in America the second week into the economic shutdown due to the pandemic. Just to kind of give you a little story here, I was watching the nightly news and I saw the cars that were in line for one of the food banks to get a free meal. And this was only about two weeks into the pandemic. And there were a lot of newer vehicles in line waiting. And this even included a new Acura SUV that starts at about $40,000 to purchase. I saw one of these pull up to get some food. Now, think realistically here. If someone owns a $40,000 car and can't afford food being out of work for a week or two, there's clearly an issue with saving money in America. And this is a problem with America and people responsibly saving money for their retirement. It's not just spending enormous amounts of money on new vehicles. Americans also tend to overspend on vacations and holidays in favor of living for now opposed to saving for tomorrow. The bottom line here is the, the average American doesn't have much saved for retirement. This is already starting to create a big issue with the baby boomer generation retiring. The pandemic is only going to add to the problem in the future as many people will need to tap into retirement savings to make ends meet until the economy recovers. Retirement money spent now will not be replaced by most people. Thus, it will not be available in the future. Social security alone, like I said, is not going to be enough retirement income alone for People that do retire, that there need to be some real changes in American values in order to ensure there's a future for retirement in the United States. 
And this includes a change in not only individual values, but also the standards of American business owners and large corporations. The American worker, quite plainly, needs to be valued again for there to be a future for retirement, a future in which people have the income and benefits to properly fund retirement savings. This is going to require a shift from greed and profits back to the value of actual people, the value of livelihoods and taking pride in providing for the people that make a business successful. As companies continue to increasingly cut costs and race for the lowest price with the highest profits, I'm personally afraid the outsourcing of American workers will only continue and more companies are going to cut costs. This includes retirement funding for employees. If there are not some real changes in America, it won't be just the average American that doesn't have enough money saved for retirement. It's going to be most Americans. Without saving for retirement, there, there's some real dangers. And the average American falling short needs to understand that there's some real problems. Without having a good amount of retirement savings, it can be easy for a lot of people, a lot of times I'll hear, well, I'll just work forever. And that's not realistic. The reality is not many people want to work forever. And in addition to that, there may come a time when you just can't work any longer due to health reasons. There's, there's several reasons why you need to save for retirement. Just the excuse of, well, I'll just work forever doesn't really work. If you don't save for retirement, you're going to end up in a bad place in your later years. And you add in addition to this, that people are living longer. This is why it's important to plan for many years in retirement as people are just, they're plainly living longer. The advances in technology and healthcare are increasing life expectancy. And according to the, to the uh, Social Security life expectancy calculation, if a child was born in 2019, a male has a life expectancy of 83 well, a female is 87. So if you plan on retiring at 65, this would leave up to 22 years or more being retired. If you have no retirement savings, it's certainly going to be a problem. The other thing you need to consider if you're not currently saving for retirement is it could definitely be a family burden. All too often, there's a heavy price to pay for, for no retirement planning at all. There's not anything wrong with, you know, taking care of elderly family members. If a person has the means to do so, helping family should be what you should do. However, often people that have financial difficulties are put into a situation to assist with elderly family members. And this can create a considerable amount of stress among families and even damage relationships long term. Also, it can damage future generations by limiting their opportunities for success. Not saving for retirement also puts your lifestyle in a very different place at retirement. You may end up in a situation where you don't have the money to live the kind of life you want to live or do the things you want to do in retirement. You won't have the money for leisure activities and you'll be struggling to make ends meet. Retirement won't be enjoyable and it may be brief with only a need to go back to work part-time. Retirement is frequently viewed as a time to enjoy the rest of your life. It's a period to do things there was never any time for in a career mindset. It might be time to travel more, pick up a new hobby, or just relax and enjoy 
not being limited by the constraints of working full time, having a financial resource to do more with a lot of free time isn't going to be possible without retirement savings. The statistic I threw out of one in five people having no retirement savings at all is obviously a problem. And that was prior to the pandemic. The the problem is, is Congress has opened the door to tapping into 401ks, IRAs that are typically tax deferred, penalty free. And they have done this for people to get by during times of financial hardship. And I'm afraid the problem with that is, is uh, people are going to have to access that money and that money is not going to be replaced. Add in the possibility that I really believe with the with the way the economy is and the money that's been given out and people tapping into their IRAs and their 401ks for money, I think there's going to be a real problem in the future with taxes as well. And this is why it is important to make sure to save for some retirement years if you can. And really, if you can get by right now, and it might be difficult to get by, without tapping into any type of, re, of retirement income in the future for using that money now, you really should do so. I know it can be difficult, but if you can get by, because the problem is, like I said, if you tap into that retirement income right now, there's a good chance it'll never be replaced in the future. Realistically here, the average American only has probably zero to $25,000 worth of savings. When you look at that initial statistic that I gave of the closest generation to retiring, which is the baby boomers, having only zero to $25,000, a lot of them. And quite honestly, a lot of times I'll get the question or I'll get emails on what's the average for this? What, the, what is the average for that? And my feeling on retirement is I'm sure there is some type of average out there, like I said, the zero to 25000 but realistically, people just try to do the best they can when it comes to saving for retirement. And it's just become so difficult over a number of years with the elimination of pensions and in favor of 401ks for everybody. So many people have been put in the situation where they're completely on their own to plan for a future and retirement income. To put it plainly, not everyone is able to do that. Not everyone is able to save the money to put away. Not everyone is educated enough to make those investments correctly. Because a lot of times you have to understand that 401ks are basically, they're self-directed plans. So sure, you could get a financial advisor of some kind to kind of help you out and look at the funds available in your 401k. But most of the times, People are just given a piece of paper. They have a list of funds you can pick for your 401k and you pick the ones you want to pick and that's it. And they're not always good funds, to be honest with you. Every 401k plan is not created equally. There are some that are good. There are some that are bad. But most of them do have some good investments inside of them. You just need to know the ones to correctly pick. And I think the real issue here with the retirement is the elimination of those pensions over the years. And the truth is with the 401ks is they're just cheaper to administer for employers and they're lower costs and lower responsibility for the employer. And that's why so many of them use them these days. 
And like I said, overall values need to change for there to be some type of future for retirees in America. And there was a time when people, you know, they knew their neighbors, a period when communities would continually come together. Today, it seems like, you know, it takes a national crisis for people to start looking at what is truly important. It many times takes a national concern for people to express their care and companies to perk up showing they, you know, they're morally just. The issues, it seems, is far too often when there is a national crisis, companies show compassion strictly for good public relations and ordinary everyday people do it for attention or to make themselves feel better. The intentions are often good, but the kind-hearted actions appear to almost always disappear shortly after the national catastrophe ends. And I think this time with the with the things that are going on around the world, this time things need to change after the immediate threat of the coronavirus pandemic ends. Both businesses and just the American people in general need to keep thinking about the future and well-being of America. Changes need to be made. And like I said, the American worker needs to be valued once again. There was a time when business owners took pride in providing a livelihood for their employees. And with the extinction of American manufacturing and many small businesses being crushed by mega discount retailers, the world changed and profits were put above people. People need to start coming first again, and particularly American people, for there to be any type of future for retirement. If companies you want to buy things from continue to import cheap goods and outsource work for cheaper labor in favor of inflated executive earnings with shareholder profits, you need to send a clear message to these companies. The message needs to be sent financially by refusing to buy the things they sell. Americans need to take a stand against their dreams and hopes of being diminished by Washington and Wall Street. America needs to tell the people that do not value its workforce enough is enough. Although a small percentage of Americans have most of its wealth, numbers in people can make a difference. A large store that stops getting business due to its practice of terrible wages and benefits, that store is going to have to start paying attention. When more people turn out to vote on important political matters, it makes a difference. Americans that call on Washington in numbers to hold politicians in Wall Street accountable for their actions, it can create change. If some of the wealth in America does not start being fairly distributed for everyone's hard work, dedication, and commitment, then the future's not looking so good for retirement and Americans. It's time for Americans to ensure they have a future and one that includes retirement years. If you're listening to this podcast and you're looking for the average, what you should have saved by now for retirement, then there's a good chance you probably haven't saved enough if you're trying to validate how much you have saved. You need to plan and you need to save money for those retirement years. If you haven't already done so or already haven't saved much, 
now is the time to do it. It remains to be seen if things are actually going to change for the better in the future. But I'm hoping they will. If American businesses really start to see what's important again, then there may actually be a chance for retirement in America. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. If you have questions or comments about the podcast, you can send them directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. Join me on the next podcast episode as I'm going to take a look at colleges. How are colleges going to appear after the pandemic ends? Are there going to be changes? Join me on the next podcast episode and I'll give you my thoughts on the future of college after the pandemic.